Hi guys, um, this is Michael and I'm here with Prince once again and we're here to discuss episode 2 of the new season of Game of Thrones, A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms. Yes, finally an episode with some action. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. ca can I just say that I actually love that title, that and has I mean, to be like... And I mean, I mean action in every sense of the word. Every sense <laughs> of the word. This has to be like my favorite title of all the Game of Thrones episode titles. Yeah, when I, when I was looking out for the episode, I was thinking, Knight, the only Knight I know is Sir Jamie. And my mind just went straight to the fact that Jamie and Daenerys were going to be meeting and Jamie would do something spectacular, mm -hmm. hence Night of the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah. But I never knew it would turn out the way it did. Yeah. Very yeah. emotional. Mm -hmm. So once again, it was like an episode where the focus was on getting things ready for the big battle. So it was kind of like the calm before the storm. Uh-huh. Yeah, the calm before the storm. So we had a lot of like small character moments, people like... Um, getting together and spending their last moments together, presumably their last <laughs> moments before they die. So it was more, more, of, that, more of that. There's a lot of meaning in that line. There's a lot of what? There's a lot of meaning in that line. There's a lot of meaning actually, yeah. There's a lot of meaning. Okay, so first off, um, the episode started right where the last one ended, which was um, Jamie's arrival at Winterfell. Yep. Yeah, so and it opened basically with the interrogation. Like his interrogation and everything. So, what what did you what did you feel about the outcome of the of the interrogation? I feel like Daenerys' reaction was apt. It was mm. it wasn't she didn't overreact. She she was emotional about it, but she didn't let it. She didn't override um, what other people in her council thought as well. Mm. She still sought the counsel of oh, yeah. John and Sansa, and it was. A, it was a considered decision. She didn't make the decision alone to let Jamie stay. And at that point, you have to applaud Brand's maturity. And I, I think it has become clear to everyone that mm. the little boy on that wheelchair is no longer, no longer the Brand we knew. Yeah. Now, if he was ever in doubt, all we know that is the flesh looks like Brandon Stark, mm -hmm. but the person sitting there isn't Brandon Stark yeah, at actually, all. It's actually the tree because, I because, because really, how does someone push you from a 20-story building and you? Don't have an iota of emotion, not anger, mm -hmm. nothing, and you're just like, okay, this is what we need to focus on. And yeah, man, precisely. It, I, I, was, I was mind blown. Like, no emotion, and even Jamie was shocked. Why haven't you told them? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, so his that, reaction is that's just. That's I was like even during our last um, discussion. That's why I was like, Brown would probably be the person to even like um, tell them that they need Jamie for this, they need Jamie for that. Yeah. But what I actually didn't foresee was the part Brian would have to play. So, because at the end of the day, it was Brian that actually came out. She was one that came out and told everybody what Jamie did for him. The fact that she lost her hand while trying to, yes, while yes, he was very, trying to protect her and everything. So yeah, and every, the way everything fed, eventually fed into the big moments in the episode, which we'll still get to, of course. But I just felt everything flowed, everything flowed nicely. Her testimony was just the turning point in Jamie's makeshift trial. Yeah, yeah, that, that was what um, they needed to hear to like put everybody's um, perspective in focus. Yeah, and of course, John was just like, we need all the hands we can get. So exactly. <laughs> as far as he was concerned, his mind wasn't even there. But I think funny enough, his um, thought process then was focused on how he was going to actually break the news to Danny. To Danny. Yeah, because yeah. you could see he was avoiding her like trials, like avoiding eye contact. So it was obvious that it was weighing on of, him. Of, of everybody uh, right there at Winterfell, the only people that have, you know, clear focus on what they have at hand 
is the people who have seen the Night King's army. Mm. Nothing, no other petty quarrel comes close to what like John. It even come to John's mind to you know put Jamie on trial because there's a bigger fish to fry. Yeah. And all the people that have seen the Night King that they think the same way. For mm. example, Sam. Yeah. John. Um. Tormund. Um. People. People that worship the God of the Light. Mm. All those guys, they know what is coming, and who killed who is doesn't come to their mind at all because they know after that night they may not be they may not be alive to you know go yeah, through all to this witness again. what happens next. True, very true. So, like I said, now the episode was about like all these um, character moments. So another one that really stood out for me in particular was um, Sansa's reunion with Tion because it came right after um, Danny was trying to like patch things up with. Sansa and things were not going exactly as planned when Tion comes in and there was this like embrace between the two of them So what, what did you feel? What and, did you feel about? Yeah, in that moment I had I had a major flashback of the character that is the character that is Sansa Stark mm. From the little girl we used to refer to as stupid Sansa mm. Everybody, more <laughs> so or less everybody the girl that was said. abused to yeah. now the lady of Winterfell that is carrying herself so majestically making decisions I didn't even see her I didn't see her making it everybody, everybody basically wrote this character off and now mm -hmm. she had just like turned things around and, players, huh? yes and the way she just, the way she confronted um, Daenerys with that question what, yeah. about, the what North? about the North even at the point where um, Daenerys was you know handing out an olive branch yeah. she did not slow down on mm -hmm. The way she thought about the knot, it did yeah. not come to her mind to slow down. And it was obvious that Daenerys was caught off guard now. Yes, even her, she was like, okay. In that moment, she didn't know how to respond, and yeah, and <laughs> she, she was just saved by Tion's arrival. Exactly, Tion's arrival just came to diffuse the situation. So I, I felt it was a very like emotional moment. The fact that they had this like shared experience together, yes. which was Ramsay, because they are the only two characters that I can say experienced the cruelty of Ramsay and lived to tell the and, tale. And that's what made them bond. Yeah, so the fact that they could bond over something so traumatic and at the end of the day, even beyond beyond the reunion itself, there was a scene later on where they showed them like having food together. So I just I just feel it was well handled. It was well handled and that was a very, very the kind of nice connection, The kind of connection they have is the kind of connection you, you make you make with a girl if you're both stuck in traffic together. <laughs> and yeah. then so both of you can so both of you can relate to the same experience that you're going through like yeah man, fuck this lagos and, yeah, exactly. and she's like the fuck this just lagos starts, too and, yeah, felt, and then there's a connection it kind of felt that <laughs> because way because you have a common enemy yeah mm -hmm. kind of felt that way okay so another point i would um, like to touch on is um danny finally calling out Tyrion on all his recent failures because this is like this is like a thread that has been ongoing since basically since when he became a hand from back in marine if you can remember, like with the slave masters, like all his plans, basically every single plan has failed. And I think it was about high time to, to at least address the fact that this guy that is supposed to be known for his intelligence hasn't actually been showing that intelligence of late. So Tyrion's, Tyrion's weakness is basically his family. Mm -hmm. Every decision he's made that, that, that have to, had to do with his family, he always tries to give them the benefit of the doubt because Deep down within him, he knows how evil some of his family members are. Mm. But he he longs he longs to see the kind of Lannister family that his father that his father wanted. Mm. He still wants that. He, he wishes he was them and he was in their shoes and they built this strong family and there was no issues and everybody was perfect. That's yeah. why he still tries to see hope in each of the characters. Yeah, 
and <clears throat> the fact that it was Sajora who eventually had to come in and still put in a good word for him and even reminding Danny that he used to make mistakes as well and yet she still gave him that like second chance okay can we skip the boring Sajora who hasn't, <laughs> who hasn't gotten some in almost 10 years now <laughs> okay fair, fair point fair point so the main like um, hot topic after the whole episode, obviously, if you if you went on Twitter, okay, was Aya and Gendry hooking up. Okay. So. Okay. So first of all, I like to point out that Aya is a full-fledged woman. Okay. So what happened there was not statutory rape. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no the thing is, this is somebody that we've all watched grow up from when she was eleven. Yes. Like from season one when she was eleven and everybody still has that kid sister image. Exactly. So it was I won't lie, for me personally it was difficult to watch. Like <laughs> at a point I was trying not to cringe. I had to like remind myself that okay, she's what? She's now like nineteen, maybe according to the show. Mm -hmm. She's um nineteen now. But I think the actor is, herself is like twenty two. She's twenty two, yeah. yeah. So I had to like remind myself that okay, she's actually of age and this could actually happen. So but how did you feel the scene was? Was uh, it well handled? Uh, okay. Do you feel it was too much? The, was the, it out the, of character? The act, it was, yes, it was definitely out of character. Okay. She didn't pull it off quite well. The acting in that scene was was uh, was not was not the best you expect from from the league of people in that in that TV show. Okay. It was definitely Game of Thrones from season one to seven has one of the best sex scenes I've ever seen in a TV show. Not all the way out there and not all the way too gentle. They, okay. They found they found a way to keep it in between was was in between soft and hard porn okay. from season one to season seven right. and i really don't know where to place Arya scene uh, okay so well he wasn't exactly excited to be honest what we need to consider like what we need to consider here is that this was literally her like making the statements that this could very well be my last night on this on this in this world you get Right, so another um, moment, like the main moment that I felt really stood out was Brian getting knighted by Jamie. You know, so. up to that moment, I've, ne I've never really seen, I've never really noticed that that was something that she needed. Mm. Like that validation, that validation was from... something she craved for. Mm. It was at that moment, that look on her face that I saw that, man, mm -hmm. she really needed this. Yeah, and I felt what, what really actually um, impressed me was the way the entire scene played out. Because it all started with them like huddling together around fireplace and from what, what started like like um, little talk and small banter like all of a sudden this whole nighting ceremony I mean, was taking I mean, place it, and it, everybody it, was like teary-eyed and arguably it's yeah. going to be their last night in this world so yeah everybody that, wants to spend it you know just reflecting on their life and correcting whatever mistakes there may be yeah so and most the most the most memorable memorable part of that scene for me was you know the recitation the recitation to knight um someone in westeros I've, we've never heard it before yeah like a full it night was the first time it was first time we, we heard it yeah so, yeah so that, that was to, me, to me uh, it was it, it showed it showed the value in that you know westeros puts on on night ship and for me i basically understood how jamie the early part of his life, when he was um, part of the King's Guard, did not represent any of those values one bit. Mm. Mm. And Brienne is actually someone who, even from, before she became knighted, from the beginning, yes, yeah. she represented upheld, all like, those values. She mm -hmm. fights for the just. She fights fights for the innocent, and she makes decisions yeah. and you know keeps justice. Mm -hmm. She's that kind of person, and she didn't even have all the power. Yeah, yeah. Also, also liked um, 
side, like a small side note. I also liked the fact that you could see how much her influence has um, like been reflected on Podrick. Because Podrick was the one actually training the like recruits. Yeah. And even um, <laughs> Jamie had to like make a remark that he's really come a long way from the Podrick we knew. We knew way back in season four. Yeah. So yeah, I actually liked. I actually liked that. And Podrick's voice, my God, the yeah, man can wow. sing. Wow, like that. That end. <laughs> that that, that song. I, I didn't see it coming. The song was. I would try to look up the song and see if, uh, if, if there's more to it. But that song was really. Yeah, it, it was very. It was very emotional. It was, it was well. It was well sung. Yeah. <laughs> it was well sung. And the fact that he played over like this montage of like everybody, what everybody was doing when. The white workers arrived. I think we've touched upon most of all the points I wanted us to touch upon. But the, the big one for you from last episode was you said you wanted to see what um what the plan what the plan be. was to counter the white workers, like what's the council meeting, like that war council. Yeah. Wherever they come up with. So do you feel the actual plan is I think their plan a sucks. Plan. <laughs> okay. I think their plan sucks, but I think they're all going to die. If okay. The, if, Why? If it plays out the way they want it to play out. Because the Night King's army dwarfs them 10 to 1 man. Yeah, they're actually a lot. Yes. Actually and a lot. we have seen that army. And I've seen you know, what they have put together at Winterfell. It's nothing compared to what the Night King has coming. Okay. Dragon glass or not. Okay. For Viserion, for Regal and Drogon, the dragons, they have Viserion. And do you know what I think the biggest surprise is going to be? Now, this is my own theory. Don't quote me. Okay. I think... <laughs> no, I think listen. For now, Bran wants... They want, Bran intends to, you know, present himself as bait to draw the Night King. Because once you kill any of the commanders in the Night King's army, yeah. every... All the minions under him suddenly just come to powder. They just, they just die. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the assumption. And if you kill the Night King... That means everybody is, is a, everybody's a white walker from him. They, they're all going to die. Pre the Night King is not going to put yeah. himself in that position because he knows that the biggest battle against the living is going to happen at Winterfell. Mm. Because that is where everybody's coming. That's his first contact with an army of the living expecting him. Mm. Okay, and but, there is this overarching sense in but, Game of Thrones that we know that this season is going to end in doom. But when you look at the geography of the of Westeros. Okay. So you know they are coming from the north. Uh -huh. So obviously they'll first make um they'll first um make contact with whoever is at Winterfell. So it doesn't even make sense for for the living you're saying this, to put their you're saying this under the assumption that everybody's gonna travel on land. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the Night King has a dragon and he can ah. fly all the way to King's Landing. Okay, true. And turn everybody there into a wild walker. And while there's a while there's a army at the north, he's going to come with another army of Cersei being a white walker to, wow. okay. <laughs> to Winterfell. Now, this is my theory, and it might not happen, but if it happens, I okay. mean, we'll remember that you called I'm, it. I'm, we'll remember I'm, you called I'm it. sure there's going to be a twist in how the Doom will come. Doom is coming. Yeah, definitely. Doom is coming. And why Game of Thrones is Game of Thrones is they try to make everything very interesting. Now, Doom is coming, and we're going to end this season feeling very sad. But the way it's going to happen is going to be the highlight of the TV show. Okay. Okay, def definitely, definitely, because even in the build-up to this season... Well, hey, look, when the way this particular episode ended, we saw like eight, nine commanders of the White Walker, the Night King's army. And they didn't actually show yes, the Night King and we did himself. not see the Night King. Yeah, I'm sure that was intentional. Because, yes, because if he's going to be there, he should be he's the one probably... Leading the, exactly. Leading the charge. There was no sign of 
him of, actually physically but hey present. those might be just harbingers coming to check out before you know, he, you know checking out before the main army comes forward yeah but, but who can tell and if you notice like the temple is building up now we saw how season one and uh, episode one ended now the temple has you know stepped up now if there's anything in a tv show that makes you want to keep watching the suspense and game of thrones has not lacked any bit of suspense it's been it's been wonderful to watch like mm. i really yeah, can't they, wait they for really, the next really episode kept the, to come they've up. kept the ball rolling from the very and beginning if, if last season is anything like this season i'm expect i'm expecting a leak from hbo spain <laughs> this week <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm, I'm just basically excited because the way they've like primed us for this like battle like it's supposed to be like the most um epic like battle ever put to film like longest consecutive like battle filmed yeah so and just think about that for a second that means this is even more epic than um the battle of helms deep in lord of the rings so just <laughs> just thinking about that alone Crazy. is mind-boggling so i just want to see how they realize it and the fact that we're actually having the same director that helmed battle of the bastards that that, that really like gets you primed up for everything Okay, so I guess we're at the end of um, everything I wanted to touch on. But just before we go, a quick um, game I'd like us to play. So basically, we know a lot of people are going to die. Okay. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to like name a character. Mm -hmm. And I just want us to like have like it's on record now, whether you think that character is going to die or is going to survive the Battle of Winterfell. Okay. So are you ready? What character? Let's go. Okay. Jon Snow. No. He's not going to die. He's not, not going now. to die. Okay. Okay. Actually, actually, believe he'll survive as well. Yes. Because there was a prophecy that exactly. um, the Lord of the Lights brought him back for a reason. Exactly. So except all, all the prophecies are coming to pass. Yeah. He's not gonna die. Not now. So except that reason gets fulfilled within yeah. the span of this episode. Don't, don't don't get me wrong. In Game of Thrones, nobody's indispensable. Jon Snow can die. Uh -huh. but I don't think he will die now. Okay. Daenerys. Not now. She's not gonna die now. Okay. She's not going to die. There are major characters in the TV yeah. show. Yeah. Actually, actually believe she should survive. <laughs> they can't die now. Arya Stark. She can die now. Okay, I, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't want a can die. I want like an like a definite. He's going to die. He's not going to die. So based on everything you saw in this episode, you know okay. she had her moments with Gendry, like her first coupling. Uh, okay, I don't think Ayasta could die. From time to definite. Okay. I don't think I, I don't think Ayasta could die. So she's going to survive. She's going the, to survive. Okay. I think now we're going to lose. Um, we're not going to lose any major major character in the next episode. We're gonna lose one, uh, one mid-level character. I think we're gonna lose Brienne. Okay, actually, yes. actually, actually, I'll be feeling Brienne. With yes, well, I think which is sad. she's gonna go, she's gonna go out with a bang. She's gonna die as a knight. I think she's going to die because she's leading the army that is going on the on the left flank. It's a very dangerous position for her, mm. and she's going to be where the battle is. You know, going to be hot. Okay. One of, yeah. So she might. She. Okay. Put my money down. She's gonna die. Okay, actually, Brian Stark's gonna die in next episode. <laughs> I have to, I have to agree with you there. I actually think she's going to die as well. Jamie Lannister. Jamie, Jamie is a lucky bastard. Mm -hmm. He's a one-handed soldier that's managed to see several battles and come out alive. Like mm. when he ran at Daenerys last 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 season, mm. and we actually um, thought that yes, was the end. I thought he was gonna get roasted. He was Only saved by. The hair brown to come and rescue him at the last minute. He's a lucky bastard. I don't think he's going to die yeah. now as well. So, and there's a there's a prophecy in one of the songs that says um, the queen is going to die by a hand of gold. So uh, there's actually this 
you know, theory, theory also that uh, Jamie is going to be the one to kill Cersei. Okay. So I don't think he's going to die now as well. Okay. Actually, the main um, reason I feel we'll still have him around is just for the mere fact that they primed um, us with the knowledge that, what's his name, Bronn. Okay. Has been sent on a mission to, to kill, kill his two brothers. So, so there's a lot of like potential conflicts there. Yeah, yeah. So there's a story to it, watch there. It doesn't really well. make sense for them to kill off that uh, plot line before yeah. we even get before it gets amounts to anything. So and by extension, I actually think um, Tyrion Lannister would also survive. Yeah, of course. Of course. They're not bringing him up to where the battle is happening. He's going to be in the crypt with the women and children. So. Okay. The, he's the, safe. the next one actually breaks my heart a bit because I know he's definitely going to die, Who? which is Tion Greyjoy. Like I yeah. feel Tion Greyjoy is a crucial lamp. When he's you... supposed to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for me, I actually the evil, feel the evil he has done is enough. I, he's I supposed feel to when die. you look at his arc, basically he's been looking for the chance at redemption. Exactly. And, and there's actually no better way for him to redeem himself. That's to die at Winterfell. Yeah, to die trying to save yeah. Bran or to die saving Bran. Exactly. So I actually feel this could actually be it for Yeah, now, now, now that you now that you bring Bran up, yeah, I think we're going to lose more than one character. Okay, so in, you, in that their dumb plan of using Bran as bait for the Night King. So you feel Bran is going to die as well? I, I, do you, I, I, yeah, I think those guys are underestimating the Night King. Mm. They think he's just a dead zombie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, my, my own counter to that though is the fact that if you can remember when Bran met the tree-eyed raven okay. and he was like asking him that am I ever going to walk again? He said no, but you would fly. So that was like a prophecy and we haven't actually seen that prophecy yet. Like how wow. is he going to fly? He's going to warg into a dragon. So I actually feel until that happens, of which that could actually happen in this episode, he might actually warg into the siren or one of the dragons are so until, until that happens i actually think we might still have bran around okay so i actually think bran would survive the survive the battle okay so that more or less um sums up our thoughts about the episode and the next episode to come so yep. prince um when you're not here talking about game of thrones where can people find you oh you can find me on the drug pen the drunk pen the blogspot.com.ng i write weekly weekly reviews for game of thrones all the episodes so far you can check out my blog and read them up yeah or you can find me on twitter at mr underscore chuka yeah yeah you definitely need to check out his review which should be up by the time this goes up yep hopefully yeah and i am <laughs> i am michael and hopefully we'll do this again next week till then bye for now